turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. A couple minutes past 4. Forecast as we head toward evening, getting cloudy, a few showers and spots, low 42 overnight with a little more, more rain than eventually some uh, sunshine tomorrow and a high around 50. Uh, I'm just peeking ahead, supposed to drop into the 40s on Wednesday and then into the 30s on Thursday. I don't know about you, but our family does uh, the football game deal every Thanksgiving, the Turkey Bowl for 30 plus years. We've had some times where it's snowing, where it's muddy, and we get all messy. And we've had some spring-like Thanksgivings as well. Uh, I'm not going to mind that it's this cold, although I know that it tends to decrease participation. We have several large families that get together. The uh, The teams can sometimes be as few as three-on-three, three, but sometimes it's six-on-six six or eight-on-eight. Eight. But when it's cold, like it's... a uh, forecast to be for thursday we may have trouble getting participants we videotape it it's a lot of fun it's one of our thanksgiving traditions and we watch the game after uh, we have dinner and uh, see where all the penalties were although you were offsides and your foot was out of bounds and watch some of the great plays or whoever was videotaping was talking to somebody else and the cameras look at the grass and you don't see the great touchdown catch somebody just made but it's a lot of fun we're looking forward to uh, to doing the Thanksgiving thing together later on this week. Uh, Wanda, before we go further in our program, I'm excited we have several guests today, is to just let folks know that we hit the goal in our partnership with Trans World Radio. We were asking folks over the past month or so to help us with this transmitter that's going into Central Asia, a 200,000-watt AM transmitter that, when it's ready, will help bring the gospel to parts of 10 countries, from Afghanistan to India to Russia and seven more population map of 60 million people. The project itself is close to $600,000. We were not trying to do that all by ourselves. I would not put it past the Lord to have brought that those funds just from the Philadelphia region. But our goal we, when we talk with Transworld Radio is just a you know, small fraction of that, and uh, we were able to hit that goal last week. So we're very thankful. A lot of folks, uh, Margaret and Willow Grove, Tyrone, Philadelphia, James and Pottstown, Daniel and Malvern, among them, uh, who helped out with whatever they were able to do. It's called the Silk Road Project, and we're grateful again to all of the listeners who helped out. Uh, we hope to have more partnerships like that in 2019. You know, there are a lot of great ministries and opportunities to spread the gospel, and uh, maybe one strikes your heart more than another. And so uh, we enjoy bringing those to the table and uh, have your consideration on that as part of what we do together as a WFIL listening family. Uh, sports yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Eagles lost, uh, not a nail biter, 48 7 in New Orleans. Tonight should be a really good game. KC and the Rams, a couple of high-powered best teams in the league. Sixers are home against Phoenix. Flyers are off till Wednesday when they are at Buffalo. Now, of course, being Thanksgiving week, there are going to be a lot of folks out on the roads. 
And we thought that this fine broadcast would do its listeners right by bringing in somebody who knows a little something about something when it has to do with travel. So we are pleased to have Roseanne Placey on with us. She's the manager of media and public relations at the PA Turnpike. Hello, Rosanna. How you doing? Hey, Tim. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for taking time out of your day today. You're with the uh, PA Turnpike, right? And mm-hmm. It's busy. Well, you know, it's not as busy as if it's as it's going to get. So if you <laughs> right. can get on the road today, today's the day to go. Because starting tomorrow, Tuesday and Wednesday, those are going to be the most heavily traveled days on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. And we'll have 750,000 vehicles each day on Tuesday and Wednesday. That's crazy. Um, the total traffic volumes starting on Tuesday all the way through Sunday are almost 4 million people will be on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. And we're ready. You know, all of um, our lanes in every direction will be open and available to accommodate the heavy, heavier traffic volumes, except during any emergencies. Um, but we've suspended all maintenance and construction projects during this time. As far as the, you know, the calmest day, I guess that would be Thanksgiving Day, although people travel between you know, Thanksgiving at one person's house and go somewhere else. But would Thanksgiving Day be anticipated to be the least? It absolutely would be. If you can head out to have your holiday turkey on Thanksgiving Day, that would be the day. Yeah. That's the least traveled day for us. Um, and we'll have about 535,000 motorists on the road that day, which sounds like a lot, but we're um, a 552-mile roadway. So there's room for everybody. Okay. You just have to take it easy, pay attention to your surroundings, and any changing weather. Yeah, Roseanne Placey, uh, the Manager of Media and Public Relations for the PA Turnpike, just checking in for a couple of minutes. If folks are out and about driving from here to there and they happen to see an accident or or something that needs attention, is there a best way for them to bring that to the Turnpike's attention? Yes. Um, On your cell phone, if you're in your car and traveling the Turnpike, dial star 11. That takes you right into our traffic operations center and you can report whether you're having a problem or if you see a problem on the Turnpike. Um, What's handiest is to understand what direction you're heading in and the last mile post that you saw on the turnpike. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you get people like, I'm out here and uh, there's an accident. Like, okay. <laughs> like you said, 552 miles? Is that how, yes. how long it is? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, it, it's not uncommon for people not to know where they really are because we're yeah. so used to using travel apps. So we're not necessarily paying attention to our surroundings on the roadway. And in every case, we should be. So the star one one for that. And then mm-hmm. is there, are there other ways if people wanted to, you mentioned the app, uh, using apps. We have a Trip Talk app, which you can pull down um, from our website, and a 511 free alert that okay. is available on smartphones too. Um, you also can call in to our roadway information program. That's 866-976-TRIP. Okay. 866-976-TRIP. Um, so either that... Or Trip Talk or Five Eleven PA. Those are the at the apps, or Correct. just Star One One on your mobile phone. Any of those would work. Yes, um, we're fond of saying that you're never alone on the Pennsylvania Turnpike, but that's absolutely true. Um, we have the Pennsylvania State Police Troop T um, monitoring the Turnpike twenty four seven. We have closed circuit television cameras paying attention to what's happening on the roadway, um, and we have a Turnpike Run State Farm Safety Patrol monitoring the roadway as well. So they so, may notice stuff's up even before you call in. 
Yes, but that shouldn't. But you should never hesitate to call. Yeah, yeah. Multiple reports are better than no reports at all. Absolutely, that's good. Roseanne, thank you for your time, especially a very busy uh, week. And again, close to four million cars expected on the PA Turnpike starting tomorrow morning, right through Sunday evening, with tomorrow and Wednesday, I guess, being the heaviest days. And so, take it easy out there. And uh, what do you have? What are your plans, Roseanne? You have any plans for Thanksgiving? Oh, you know, our in-laws or my in-laws are kind enough to invite us. So that's where we're heading. Um, people nice. who work for the Turnpike tried to avoid the Turnpike during the holidays. So <laughs> I'm bet. staying local. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. You're smart. There you go. Well, Roseanne, thank you again. Alrighty, my friend. Happy Thanksgiving. You too. Bye-bye. Bye now. That's Roseanne Placey, the manager of media and public relations for the PA Turnpike, giving us some insight into this week. It's good stuff there. By the way, you can always go to our, our site, WFIL.com, and check out our podcast. We generally are able to get those up uh, the same day because the hardest working producer in Philadelphia radio between 4.02 and 5 p.m., Joe Harnett usually is able to do that. So if you heard a phone number or some reference material in there, you can go and find that out later on our site. We have a little break we're going to take, and then I'm going to welcome a friend of mine. Her name's Amy Robertson, and she's connected with uh, the fact, well, let's put it this way. This month is uh, National Cancer Awareness Month, and uh, we're going to hear Amy a little bit of her story, a different twist than what you might expect. And we also have a local musician who's going to be on the line with us chatting about her debut EP. It's happening here today on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. I like the music to that promo, Joe. Isn't it? It's happy music. I feel like I'm going to snap fingers when I hear that thing. It's 414. We had Dr. Hart in the studio, by the way, we mentioned podcasts before the break there. We had Dr. Tony Hart on with us maybe a month ago, five weeks ago in studio. And uh, you can catch that and a bunch of other podcasts on our website, WFIL.com. Just click the podcast link at the top of our homepage. So I, I mentioned right before the break uh, that November is National Cancer Awareness Month. And from Percocy, I have uh, Amy, who is a friend of mine, checking in. Hello, Amy. Hello. Thanks for being a part of the program today. We've known each other for a long time and uh, friends on Facebook. I know that you had a life-changing event pop up about a year ago and you got in touch with me recently because November is Cancer Awareness Month, right? So I wanted to give you the platform to share and talk with you about to share your story. And maybe you could begin by by sharing your story and and where you're at with things. Okay. So um, pretty much uh, exactly a year ago, I was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. That came as a total surprise to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you think of, I don't know, the picture in my head I, of someone with lung cancer is probably a 70-year-old guy who smokes two packs a day, right? Yeah. I am not a smoker. I don't really have any of the, the checklist items that, that they go through. Um, you know, do you smoke? Do you work around chemicals? Do you have radon in your basement? You know, they'll ask a number of questions, and I'm, I'm no to all of them. Wow. So it was extremely shocking to, to find out the news that I had lung cancer and that it was stage four. It, it had um, already spread to my liver and to my brain. Wow. So, you know, it's, it was definitely 
the the worst day of my life to hear that news. And that was a year um, ago. What what was the date? Yeah. November. It was it was like probably November third is when I heard the word stage four. Yeah. Um, found out it was in my brain. I think November thirteenth. Um, and yeah, it it was very shocking. I I had a son who was uh, going to graduate from high school. My daughter was in tenth grade, and uh, you know your first thought when I you hear stage four is, am I going to make it to see these? You know, to see my son graduate. You know, am I going to be around that long? So, Absolutely. Um, it was very devastating news. That's to a ton, sure. ton of process. Uh, yeah, ton of process. Amy uh, Robertson from Percasy is our guest. Amy and I actually went to high school together many years ago, and now we're both you know married <laughs> with children and all that, and uh, connected on Facebook as, as we are with a lot of our friends from high school, and a lot of folks do that kind of thing. But November being Cancer Awareness Month, I'm guessing last year. <laughs> That would have even, I don't know, been on your radar. Right. And, you know, I didn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Lung, lung cancer awareness was definitely not on my radar at all last year. Well, one of the reasons. I knew really nothing about it. Yeah. And one of the reasons we like to have you on there is, is to bring that up. You know, we're, it's Thanksgiving week. We're talking things about being thankful for. We can even get into that. I'm sure you look back over a year and there's stuff mm-hmm. to be thankful for. But uh, first things first. So I would, I, if it was, I mean, I would just think, I'm going to say if it was me, but to hear even the words lung cancer, like you could think, okay, maybe breast cancer. There's other kinds that you might expect, but lung cancer. And like you said, not being a smoker, did, was there any insight into how that possibly could have happened or, or what did you learn as you, you know, were hearing more about it? So basically uh, they did genetic testing um, on my tumor and um, found out that I have a genetic mutation that causes it. And it's, it's an increasing number of people um, are are coming up with these genetic mutations, which basically like flips a switch for the cancer to go on. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it, the the good news about the type of cancer that I have, I'm I'm what's called ALK positive. Um, that's my genetic mutation. Is that I can do what's called a targeted therapy, which means that I just take eight pills a day, and it decreases my my tumors or keeps them stable, um, which, which is wonderful. But at some point, what will happen is that my body will mutate, you know, the gene will mutate again, and the drug will, the drug will stop working, and then the cancer will again progress. Wow. So I think for the most part, it's usually it lasts, you know, in the ballpark of like two years, um, a drug typically will work. Okay. Um, and then you know, the hope is that then there is another drug that will, that will be able to attack the, the next mutation. And that's why research in this area is so critical. Yeah. Uh, Amy Robertson from Percocy talking with us today, um, November Cancer Awareness Month. And um, I'm just thinking as you're talking, so obviously the, the lung cancer specifically there's probably research done or tons of it, or maybe most of it has to do with smoking and, and the obvious of, you know, do what you can to stop smoking or be around smoke. Right. Right. But right. What, and I think, yeah. I think most of the, most of the funds had, had been put toward um, prevention and, and the, the way they said would, to prevent it was not to smoke. But, um, you know, like I said, more and more cases are, are coming up with, with people who don't smoke. So it's, it's really important that, 
um, we do research to, to find out, yeah, why it's happening and um, come up with ways to, to treat it. In the case of people who, who have, have a mutation that comes up, I don't know that there is a way to know how to prevent that. Yes, it's because you say stage four. And whenever I hear that, a lot of times it feels like people find out about stuff stage four. I hear that phrase a lot. Right. And like, I think it's know? fairly common with lung cancer to not even realize that you have the symptoms until it is already stage four. Um, yeah. Unless people, by, by a fluke, say, say you go in for a CAT scan for something else, yeah. and they notice that you have um, tumors in your lungs, for the most part, it, it doesn't, you don't even have symptoms until you're already pretty advanced. We're chatting with Amy Robertson. Uh, she lives in Percocy and uh, sharing her story. This afternoon on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. It's uh, National Cancer Awareness Month, month of November. We're going to find out more about Amy's story in just a couple of moments. Also looking forward to having a musician from Lancaster as her first EP out a little later on the program. Her name is Cecile Manuela, and looking forward to chatting with her. It's a, you know, this to me is why the program exists. To hear stories like this is a big part of what we do. If you listen to WFIL, you'll hear a lot of wonderful national ministries. That's excellent and, and foundational to what we do. But the, one of the reasons really this program is here between 4 and 5 is to offer opportunities to hear and learn from those right around us in our own neck of the woods, if you will. So we'll be back with Amy here in just a couple seconds on AM 560 WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. 424 AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Continue our conversation with Amy from Percocy. Amy and I go way back to our high school days and uh, stayed connected on Facebook a year ago. She had a diagnosis that she had lung cancer, not a smoker, doesn't work in that kind of environment, completely blindsided her in terms of that sort of cancer being, you know, a diagnosis, not just the diagnosis, but stage four. And uh, she just sent me a message a while back saying, hey, it's 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 this uh, you know Cancer Awareness Month in November. And I uh, just wanted to raise some awareness. And, and if you could, then you know, do, let's do that. We've been hearing your story. We can hear some more of it, Amy. But what would you say as far as the, the kind of awareness you hope folks would you know, be, you know, be made, you know, have that happen for them? I think one thing is, is just to take away the stigma of lung cancer. I, I feel like... Some people just do think of it almost like if someone gets lung cancer, well, they probably were a smoker and it's probably their fault, you know? Sure. And, and honestly, even if someone did smoke and they get it, like, you know, is it, you know, you don't want to like <laughs> right. say someone's at fault for getting cancer. Be compassionate you know? at least, even if they are, be compassionate right, about right. it, right? Right, exactly. You know, so that's, that's one thing is, is to change that. And, and the other thing is just to make people aware of it. I feel like breast cancer just gets so much, you know, the NFL, all the, all the pink, you know, breast cancer awareness. And, yeah. and really, um, lung cancer kills twice as many women as breast cancer does. Lung cancer kills more people than colorectal breast cancer and prostate cancer combined, yet we get... So much less funding than they do. They get six times the amount of funding that we do. Wow. So it, that I would like to see change as well. Yeah. Have you found uh, and and a like good for them in the sense that that's getting the awareness. But what could be done to raise the bar 
and help support the lung cancer side of things. Have you found any particular place that that's, you know, whether it's information so people educate themselves or whether it's Right, whatever? right. There's, I found three very good resources. Okay. Uh, one of them is called Longevity. Um, it's the word, you know, it's kind of like the word longevity, but the word long at the beginning of it. Okay. Um, there's also the Lung Cancer Research Foundation. Okay. And then there's also the Bonnie Adario Lung Cancer uh, Foundation. All okay. three of them have great resources for people, um, a lot of free resources. And for people, if you, if you um, do come up, you know, come down with lung cancer, and um, they also provide, um, you know, ways to raise money for research for lung cancer, which is so critical. How has this past year been for you, Amy, with regard to, you know, everything, your walk with the Lord and, and how you view the day-to-day? Uh, it definitely changed how I view the day-to-day. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate... Um, my family, my friends, my church, so much. They, people just rallied around me unbelievably to help me through this. Hmm. Um, that's, that, that was one thing that was, was critical for me. Um, yeah. My faith has actually improved quite a bit. It was a little bit ironic at the time that I was diagnosed. I was doing a, a study um, called Breathe um, by Priscilla Shire. Wow. And, um, basically trying to teach you to, to set aside some Sabbath time for God. And I was just so busy in life that I just really wasn't setting aside the time for God that I should have been. Hmm. And, um, you know, a little, little ironic. It was called breathe. Yes, <laughs> but, um, to say the least. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think God has, has taught me now. I, I, I cut back my work hours to half time, um, partly because of the medication that I'm on does make me very tired. Yeah. Um, so half time is about is about all I can take as far as work goes. I come home and take a nap at that point. But um, yeah, sure. But it also gives me time um, to spend more time with God, which which is just so critical. Yeah, that's, so. Certain, that's good. That's good. And, and you know, uh, Thanksgiving. You know, almost being here, I, I figure. This is maybe your first Thanksgiving further removed. You know, last year at this time, you were just processing the whole diagnosis. So mm-hmm. may, maybe you could compare and contrast a little bit. Oh, you know, last Thanksgiving, we still God gave you the grace to still be able to be thankful even in the midst of such a shocking, you know, right. situation. And, and yeah, now a year it, later, it was yeah, I, a big big difference between this this year and last. Uh, last year, um, basically, part of my um, my issues were that my my right lung was essentially collapsed because I had what was called a pleural effusion. So I had about two liters of fluid that was like crushing my right lung. Um, And I I had a catheter put in just before Thanksgiving. I was in a ton of pain. Basically, my lung had to kind of unshrivel, if that makes any sense. Sure. Um, I was in a lot of pain. Um, I, I, I was... Yeah, I did drain the fluid every couple of days, but um, you know, I I did get to spend it with my family, which was which was awesome. Um, yeah. You know, and and at the time, I was I didn't know if I'd be around for the next Thanksgiving. Um, now the medication is is working so well that I'm, you know, my my tumors have shrunk, um, and and some of them are stable, and they've been like that for you know, probably six months. Um, 
So I am so thankful for that. I'm I'm thankful to be able to be around um, all my family. Uh, looking forward to that in a couple of days. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I just I feel like I I have a lot to be thankful for. How about your husband and kids? How are how are they with everything and anything the family dynamics wise or how the Lord's worked and all that over the last year? Yeah, definitely brought us closer. Um, helped us to to appreciate each other a lot more. Um, I think, you know, everyone's willing to chip in a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like, you know, I, I took on a bulk of things, um, sure. you know, sure. before my diagnosis. And, and now, you know, people are stepping up more, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Well, uh, God bless you, Amy. Thank you for your uh, interest in wanting to share your story and, uh, and help raise awareness, you know, and, and, uh, and, you know, we'll keep you in prayer. Um, anything in particular to, to pray for you and your family about, you know, obviously God's hand with healing and, and stability. Yeah. yeah. Just pray for healing. Um, pray for, pray for a cure. Um, pray that they, they find something that, you know, just doesn't just hold it at bay, but that's able to, to just stop it dead for, for all types of cancer. That would be awesome. (laughs) I feel like it seems like every, every time I turn around, uh, I encounter another person who's come down with another kind of cancer. So I would love to, love to see an end to that. Uh, you're not alone. I'm sure. (laughs) Sure. Well, Amy, we'll keep in touch and, uh, thanks again and greetings to your husband and, and your children. And hopefully we can have a follow up another time down the road and, and see how things are going. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, you too. Thanks, Amy. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Amy Robertson from Percocy, Lung Cancer Awareness Month during the month of November. And uh, Amy actually referencing there, you know, asking for prayer for cancer in general. You know, there's a lot of different ones that you hear about. She was mentioning also uh, breast cancer, which was in October. Pink ribbons, very well known and the awareness is high on that. But a lot of the others, they they have their ribbons too. Lung cancer is this white. Pancreatic cancer is this month as well. That's purple. There are different color ribbons. And uh, the best way to maybe even start educating yourself a little bit and being aware of these things is uh, just you Google Cancer Awareness Months. And you can see some months have five or six. Some have one. Uh, but you can find out more in general about that. And then, of course, as I mentioned earlier, if you listen to the podcast, uh, which will be up on our site later today, and, and we, we put them up generally each day, you can listen back to the information that was given in the broadcast so that you can reference things if you you know you missed it. Uh, Amy also, by the way, has a site and she blogs a lot about what's going on. So if you want to keep in touch that way and, and follow the insights she has, uh, it's just a Caring Bridge site, caringbridge.org, front slash visit, front slash Amy Robertson, S-O-N at the end, and the number two. So it's caringbridge.org front slash visit front slash Amy Robertson and the number two. 434 back in just a moment with local musician. Glad to have her. She just has a debut EP out called uh, well, it's called Tomorrow Will Take Care of Itself, but her name is Cecile Manuela. We'll bring her on in just a moment. AM 560 WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues.
It's 437 AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. And you're listening to the Tim DeMoss show. Thanks for doing so. We are uh, going to a low of 42 tonight. Clouds and rain likely in spots overnight tomorrow. Some clouds, not too bad though. 50 for the high. Then getting chillier on Wednesday, even more so on Thursday and Friday. Gonna be in the low 40s Wednesday and for Thanksgiving around the freezing mark. Eagles lost yesterday. Yes, they did. 48-7 the New Orleans Monday Night Football tonight. Probably will not see that kind of a score. It's KC and the Rams. Maybe a lot of points, but not lopsided. Sixers home against Phoenix this evening. The Flyers are off till Wednesday when they skate at Buffalo. We um, are grateful to have a program on WFIL that allows us to tap more and more into our local community in the tri-state area. And such is the case right now with our local musician. Her name is Cecile Manuela, and she is from Lancaster. Hello, Cecile. How you doing? Hi, Tim. How, How are you? you? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Great. Well, you're adding a musical element to our broadcast today. You have a, uh, you're a Christian singer-songwriter from Lancaster. And yes, I am. You just have a uh, you have a new EP out, right? Yes, I do. It's called "Tomorrow Will Take Care of Itself." It's my very first one, and the idea it it was done in a period of eight months with recording and finding the right producer and getting it done to how I like it. So pretty much this whole year was dedicated to it. Yeah. The name itself, the title, Tomorrow Will Take Care of Itself, is the name of the EP, and there's a song on there as well called that, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we have that queued up. We're going to play that uh, in a little bit, but maybe you could talk about the album process, how you, how it came to be, and 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 the name, why you named it the way you did. Yeah, of course. Well, I grew up in a Christian household, but as everyone later realizes, growing up a Christian doesn't necessarily mean you have that relationship with God. So for me, that relationship actually started when I was in college hmm. three years ago. Okay. And it was actually through my boyfriend, who's my husband now, who I, I was surrounded at the time by people who didn't really have my best interest at heart. Hmm. And there was a lot of partying and just, drinking and and things that I should have known better, but I really was lost and purposeless. And then comes this person who's on fire for God and, and challenging me to, to be the same. And I was at a point where I thought that God doesn't listen to us. Everyone is suffering. How can you have so much faith in him? But he he was he had so much fire, and at first I fought it, but then later I realized that yeah, God is God is still epic. And I originally come from Cameroon yeah. in Africa, and so I guess memories just burst back into into my head. You know, my childhood. We may not, we, we did come from Africa, my family and I, so we weren't that well off materialistic-wise, but we had so much joy, and that joy just came from knowing that God was through us, through every obstacle and stuff, so just being reminded of that again through my husband, I, I decided that I wanted to write an album because I know I'm not the only one feeling lost 
in life, and I'm pretty sure there are others feeling the exact same way. And I just want them to know that God is real and that if you have a relationship with him, that you, you can find the greatest happiness and sense of inner peace that you can't find anywhere else. So that's where the idea for tomorrow will take care of itself came. And I just decided I was going to do four songs, nothing big, just just to get my heart um, into song, because I was a singer at the time, but as a hobby, and I only did covers of other people's songs. Okay. I never even thought I would ever make my own and, and publish it, but I just felt a desire in my heart that that's where my voice should go, as opposed to just covering meaningless stuff that I really didn't relate to, but just because it sounded good. So I I contacted the nearest studio I could find, and I said, let's get this done. And that's how it came about, and I enjoyed every part of it. And I'm really happy with how it came out. I stand by it. The song itself, Tomorrow Will Take Care of Itself, it's kind of a more... More of a ballad, yeah. softer song. When I when I got into singing, I didn't look up uh, Christian contemporary music to see what other Christian artists are doing. Maybe I should have. I wasn't really trying to follow anyone's format. It was more of a, this is what's in my heart, and this is what sounds good to me. So yeah. I would describe it to be a slow pop, slash ballad because it's a song just to remind everyone to just hang in there that we have so much to be grateful for and, and God is with us whether we know it or not and and he stays true to his promises hmm. and the other song the three others there are more rhythmic some are that sounds good more slower than others <laughs> I wanted to attract my people around my age more especially because I, I feel the experiences that I went through. I bet a lot of others can feel that way. And I wanted a sound that they could relate to. But really, any age group can enjoy it. Right. Cecile Manuela from Lancaster, local artist on the Tim DeMoss Show today. This is the song she was describing, the title track. It's called Tomorrow Take Care of Itself. Listen to AM560 WFIL.
1260 WFIL. And again, her name is Cecilia Manuela from Lancaster. The song Tomorrow Will Take Care of Itself. That's the title track from her brand new EP. We'll wrap up our conversation with Cecilia in just a moment. Take a brief break and we'll be back in about three minutes here on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. Just about 4.51, listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Before I forget, a couple of freebies at WFIL.com. I want to point you to our Ministry of the Month, In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley. You can catch it every weekday morning, 8.30, every weeknight at 11.30. WFIL's Ministry of the Month for November is In Touch. And to celebrate, every listener can get a free copy of several things including the November-December issue of In Touch Magazine, also the November issue of the In Touch Devotional and the We Shall Be Like Him booklet. We're also making winners of Dr. Stanley's latest book, Jesus, Our Perfect Hope, every single weekday. They're weekly gift bag winners. And at the end of the month, we'll hand out a huge grand prize gift basket with over 20 items, over $475 value. So you can enter that right on our homepage, WFIL.com, and right in the same vicinity, you can also get free stuff from Pastor James McDonald and Walk in the Word, which you can hear at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. each weekday. Uh, they are offering his new book to each and every listener free. It's called God Wrote a Book. And in it, Pastor McDonald shares why he believes the Bible is the inspired Word of God, how it originated, and its benefits for us. He also clarifies the misconceptions that surround the Bible's infallibility, reliability, and historicity. God Wrote a Book will encourage you, refresh you, and perhaps help you fall in love with your Bible all over again. Sometimes our hearts grow a bit cold or take things for granted. And uh, God Wrote a Book is designed to give you a bit of a jolt in a good way and also help answer questions of those who may not know the Lord yet. And I mention that because I know there are people who listen to this radio station who are, you know, just thinking from the periphery perhaps, or maybe you've been around this God stuff for a while, just never embraced it fully on your, you know, all the way. So that's okay. That that sometimes it's it's just uh, the messages keep coming, and hopefully one day it does come together, make sense. If you do ask, he will reveal himself to you. The scripture talks about that. So be encouraged about that. God wrote a book. Could be that key piece that helps you, uh, you know, get it, put it together. So you can help yourself to a digital download by clicking the Walk in the Word banner, or just enter the keyword book at wfil.com. Uh, we've had a great show today and continuing and wrapping up our, our program, chatting with Cecile Manuela. She's from Lancaster. She is a local artist. And um, what's the best way people could find out more about your music? We just heard that song tomorrow will take care of itself. The uh, self-titled uh, EP there. What's the best way? Your website? They... Yeah, the quickest way would really be my website, CecileManuela.com, or just YouTube. Okay. Google, it, it's on all the streaming sites, and but the website would be the quickest way okay. because all the different sites will be listed on there. And so let's spell it for folks. It's C-E-C-I-L-E, M as in Mary, A-N as in Nancy, U-E-L-A, C-E-C-I-L-E-M-A-N-U-E-L-A.com. Yes. Uh, Cecilia, yeah. you also mentioned just as we before we wrap up, you mentioned Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, being thankful for for God. Uh, it's Thanksgiving week. Anything? What your What are your plans, or what's on your heart as far as being thankful this week? I'm really just grateful for good health. It sounds hmm. 
cheesy, but it, it really is so special. I was in an accident not long ago, and a semi slammed into me, and my car was total, but I came out of it unharmed at all. Wow. So I'm, I'm grateful to be able to just have life. The fact that I can walk, I have food, just little things, because they are the most precious. As for my plans, I hope to get together with family and enjoy a big meal around the table. I love cooking, so I'll be a part of the festivities and maybe sing a song or two. Really? That would be fun. Do you get asked to do that at at gatherings? I do, actually. Um, More than I thought I would. That's funny. I, I always love it. It puts people in a good mood and... That's yeah. always a good thing. How about the uh, the cooking party? Any, any uh, Cameroon-based dishes or any, any flavor from the motherland? <laughs> yeah, lots of spices. If you want to cry, just come over. <laughs> really? My wife is from Brazil, so we have a certain you know angle there. And yeah, I, so what kind of spices go into the food? Um, habanero, Ooh. chili. Scotch bunny, just the spiciest of the most spiciest pepper we can possibly find. Oh, I like it. <laughs> food isn't food until someone cries, so <laughs> we love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that. Uh, that's really that's really good. Well, Cecile, it's great yeah. to talk to you. And again, our guest has been Cecile Manuela, and her uh, EP is called Tomorrow Will Take Care of Itself. You can find out more about her music. C-E-C-I-L-E-M-A-N-U-E-L-A dot com. And uh, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for taking time with us today. Thank you so much. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, that puts a nice little bow on our program. It's uh, It's been nice. We had Roseanne Flacey, she, or Placey, I should say. She's a manager of media and public relations. The PA Turnpike giving us some info on what to expect over the next five or six days. Also, Amy Robertson from Percocy and uh, November being Lung Cancer Awareness Month. And Amy, uh, a year ago this month, found out she had lung cancer, not a smoker, uh, hit her out of the blue, shared her story and um, about her faith as well and how the Lord has been at work in that situation and with her and her family and uh, looking to hopefully raise some awareness in that in that area. And then uh, Cecile from Lancaster checking in, the young aspiring artist. But what's cool about um, Cecile's story is there, she's not trying to make it because she's trying to make it. She's just, the, the album's birthed out of the fact that she wanted to get her life right with the Lord and see what God's doing. So uh, I love stories like that. And uh, I know that th- this is this is an example of why we have this program here. So I'm very glad to have had all three of our guests today. I, I think you can learn from anybody. Uh, you really can. I, I, know, I know a lot of famous people, millionaires and all that. And some of them are very interesting people and they have a lot to share, but there are some that are Really, it's, you know, I'll learn more from a, a humble servant of the Lord who's just walking the street. So in my mind, that's why I like a blend. It's nice to hear from people you maybe you've heard of before. I get it. I, I enjoy that, too. I have a lot of, uh, you know, artists that I've heard their albums before or whatever the case may be or somebody whose book you read before you look forward to it. But I think if we have our eyes open, we can find a lot of blessing right in the tri-state area. So we're glad to be here for that. If you happen to be on Facebook or Twitter, by the way, we'd love to connect with you that way. Uh, just type in AM560WFIL in the search field, 
then you you can like our page, follow us on Twitter, all that. We post about contests there, station happenings, info about WFIL's programs. Uh, You can always do comments and messages there. And, of course, share and retweet to your heart's content. Uh, And we have a text line for the WFIL afternoon show, Tim DeMoss show. It's just uh, 610-500-DOVE, as it turns out. That's the number we were assigned. 610-500-3683, if we like to text the program. Looking forward day by day to the Lord developing things here and hopefully being a blessing uh, to you and your family. We're going to uh, turn things over to Jim Maxim, Max 413 Ministry. He's going to pray next. WFIL. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.